Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Thursday, my friends. Well, the countdown continues. Here we are four days until Christmas. It's a great day to get to be alive. Thank you for inviting me into your life. Oh, let's get started. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is, Oh No, He's Not. I randomly heard a song yesterday, a song I've never heard on the radio, a song that's never been on a single playlist on my Spotify, and yet it was brought to me in the seemingly most odd way. But don't we know it's not odd, it's God. I dozed off on the couch yesterday afternoon while watching a nature show on Prime, And when I woke up, the next show had just automatically started playing. Now, how odd that it was a documentary on the power of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And I had slept through most of this short documentary, and I still haven't gone back to watch it, so I really don't even know what it's about. But this song, this song was what I heard. Only three lines from the chorus but it grabbed me and it won't let go. Isn't that just the power of the Holy Spirit? But the song says, your love ain't afraid of my mess. Your love ain't annoyed with my weakness. Your love ain't ashamed of my past. You're lifting me, calling me to higher places. Now, I don't know who that's for, But I know God woke me up again today with this song on my heart to share those words with you. Listen again. Is it you? God's love is not afraid of your mess. God's love isn't annoyed with your weakness. And God's love isn't ashamed of your past. No, girl, he is calling you to higher places. Will you just receive that? Receive that as if it's God's mighty and powerful spirit worked in mysterious and miraculous ways to tell you that today. Now, I don't know what mess you may be in the middle of, but God says he's not afraid of it. Have you ever watched an episode of Hoarders? The professional organizers march into these disastrous homes, climbing over piles of mess, crawling through tunnels of mess, and they're not afraid. They're on a mission. This mission is to clean up this mess, to make this space livable again. And if that isn't an image of what Jesus does for us, Now, in this season, we have Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. But let me tell you, that same Jesus shows up with a dumpster in the middle of your mess and says, let's clean this up. Jesus wants to make your life livable again. What does that look like? 
Well, that looks like John 10, 10, a life Jesus says is real and eternal, more and better life than you have ever dreamed of, overflowing life. You've been trying to hide your mess. You've been convinced Jesus could never want or use a messy life like yours, and you're wrong. You're dead wrong. He's not at all afraid of your mess. That baby Jesus came on a mission and his mission was to save you from your mess. And we all have our own weaknesses. It's that part of our life that we keep failing in. We start and we stop. We take one step forward and then two steps back and we seem too weak to make that change stick. Gosh, isn't that just annoying? Is there anyone else listening today who's coming to the end of another year where you are annoyed with yourself knowing that once again, you didn't do what you said you were going to do this year. You thought you would be better by now, but you're not. And you're still struggling And you may be annoyed, but Jesus is not. Jesus knows the power within you. He knows your potential. He knows your future. And he knows this weakness you've been struggling with is the perfect place for his divine strength. Paul writes about his own weaknesses. He was annoyed with this continual struggle he had. But then Jesus says to him in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So Paul says, I'm going to boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. You have a weakness You have a continual struggle that you battle with. That means you have space for the power of Jesus in your life. The simple fact that you can't do this on your own allows Christ's power to rest on you. And guess what? (laughs) Jesus isn't annoyed about it. He's not mad. Bring that struggle to him. Talk to him about your frustration with your own self. Ask for his grace to cover you and his power to fill you because I'm telling you he will. Now for the real humdinger of this song that so randomly woke me up yesterday. It says, your love ain't ashamed of my past. Your past. Yes, yours. That shameful history that you can never seem to get away from because man, the devil just has it on replay, doesn't he? He just pokes at you with your past. Well, that baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying there in the manger, he was sent to bear that shame that shameful history you can't seem to get away from. He was sent to erase your past before it ever even happened. Remember when Jesus met the woman at the well, the woman with a past, five husbands, five divorces, 
Now, did you know this woman wasn't likely a sleazy, sleazy, sleep-around kind of gal, but she was likely infertile? That was the most common grounds for divorce in that day. She couldn't have any children. As beautiful as she was, no man would want her when she couldn't have children. So now she was just living with a man who wouldn't even marry her. And she meets Jesus at the well. But it wasn't random. It was intentional. John chapter 4 tells us that Jesus left Judea and was going back to Galilee once more. And verse 4 says, now he had to go through Samaria. Isn't that interesting? Jesus had to go through Samaria. Let me assure you, that's not because it was the popular route from Judea to Galilee. It's not because anyone wanted to go that way. Everyone else avoided going through Samaria. These were the outcasts, the people who were considered less thans. But Jesus just had to go that way. And I imagine the disciples were like, Jesus, no, 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 no. Don't you know we don't go through Samaria? The Samaritans, no, we don't talk to them. Our people don't interact with their people. And Jesus is like, nope, got to go through there. Have you ever wondered why Jesus had to go that way? Well, let me tell you. He had to go through Samaria because he knew there was a particular woman who would be at a well alone that day at noon, and she was ashamed of her past. But Jesus wasn't ashamed of her at all, just like he's not ashamed of you. Jesus is not ashamed of you. This encounter at the well with a woman in her shameful past was a display of God's pure grace. Grace that is sufficient, grace that covers a thousand wrongs and a thousand more regrets, a thousand hurts and a thousand reasons why you think you're never good enough. And this woman with a past knew that Jesus was going to change her future. The final line of that song that I so randomly yet divinely heard yesterday says, you're calling me to higher places. That's what Jesus was doing for the woman at the well. She ran back to her family and told them about Jesus. She told the entire town about Jesus and led them to him. Oh, what a place of purpose she was now in. What a game changer she became for so many. God called her to higher places. And you, the girl with the past, Jesus is not ashamed of your past. He came to lift your shame before your life even began, before your first mistake. He said, she's covered. I'll lift her up. Doesn't matter doesn't matter how bad she messes this up. She is covered. She is destined for higher places. Her life will be used for my greater purposes. I have a call on her. I'm telling you, Jesus has a call on you. So I encourage you to find this song. It's called Higher Places by Ecclesia. It's E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A is the artist. Again, Higher Places by Ecclesia. It says, God, I failed you. 
So many times I can't even count. I've sinned against you before I was saved and still even now. I shouldn't have your presence. I shouldn't have your love. You could give up and never return, but you don't. Because your love ain't afraid of my mess. Your love ain't annoyed with my weakness. Your love ain't ashamed of my past because you're calling me to higher places. It goes on to say, and you are the rhythm that leads me to dance these chains off my feet. You are the fire that burns down the prison that once held me. I shouldn't have your presence. I shouldn't have your love. But you sent your son to bring back the world to the heart of God. There it is. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, he sent his son. Why? Because his love's not afraid of my mess. His love's not annoyed with my weakness. His love's not ashamed of my past. Because he's calling me to higher places. He's calling you to higher places. Isn't that so good? Oh my goodness. Wow. All right. I would love to pray with you today. Would you join me right now? We're just going to pray together real quick and let's just see what God's doing here. All right. Join me right now. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up to a new day of life. God, I am so grateful to know that you are not afraid of my mess, that you're not annoyed with my weakness, and you're not ashamed of my past. I thank you, God, that you have a calling on each and every one of us, that you want to use us. You want to cover us in your grace. You want to work through us. You have a future for us. So I thank you for that, and I thank you for this reminder. Thank you for the way that your spirit moves and speaks. You blow me away, and I'm so grateful. Lord, I pray for every soul, wherever they're at. I pray for every soul listening to this right now. And I pray that your love would just break through to them today, that they would know that you sent Jesus, and you could have turned around, and you could have walked away when you saw our mess, but you didn't. You didn't leave us and you're not leaving us now. So I pray that any shame, any fear, any guilt, any regret would just be laid at your feet right now. And Jesus, just do your thing. Do your thing in these lives. I pray for every family represented today. I pray your blessings over those families. I pray for your provision and your protection. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. Um, I, I do want to give you a super quick update, you know, because I invite you into my life because we're a circle of friends. We're a circle of sisters. And um, (laughs) thank you everyone who thought of our family yesterday, prayed with us, celebrated with us. Uh, We do have our daughter home for Christmas, first time in five years. And we are absolutely thrilled and excited. And this morning I get to make homemade pumpkin bread because it's her favorite. (laughs) So I just wanted to let you know, um, wow, we are so grateful, so happy. I pray for your family. 
I pray for blessings and breakthroughs and um, just goodness in your family as well. Have a beautiful day of life, my friends. I love you wildly, and I'll meet you again tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.